Hi, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I cannot see our director because he's hiding behind this very tall gentleman sitting right here next to me. <laughs> so we are live now. We're at NAB 2019 with OWC Radio's Creative Club, where we marry technology and creativity. And this next gentleman, Shalendra Sinha, is a senior business development manager at Intel, specifically mostly involved with the Thunderbolt technology. Yes. Yes. And I told him before we started the interview, thank you so much because when you came out with Thunderbolt, you changed my life as a filmmaker and you made, it made it so much easier. So tell us specifically what, what you do and who you do it for and how that all, what initiatives you're so involved in. So thank you for having me for the, OWC, for the interview today. <laughs> I really appreciate nice the opportunity. Nice to have you. Uh, what I, as you said, I'm a senior business development manager with Intel, and my goal is to encourage our partners to develop devices that work excellent with Thunderbolt technology and can benefit from the from the innovation that Thunderbolt technology brings to this world. Well, and you've definitely succeeded. I mean, Thunderbolt's been incredibly successful, right? Yeah. And valuable to tech and creative businesses. So, can you like? I want to ask you, can you take us back and highlight some of the, yeah, yeah. the history of this amazing technology? Yes, uh, definitely. So Thunderbolt has been around for several years now. In fact, the first time Thunderbolt came out, was launched was in 2011 when we came out with Thunderbolt technology, which was working at 10 gigabits per second. It was an interface at 10 gigabit per second and using a mini DP connector. In 2013, we revised it, we bumped up the speed to 20 gigabit per second from 10 gig, and it we call it Thunderbolt 2. In 2015, we again doubled the speed to 40 gigabit per second, calling it Thunderbolt 3, but this time we also changed the adapter to a USB-C connector uh, instead of that mini display port connector that we had. So can you be a little more specific for me and talk about what Thunderbolt 3 does that Thunderbolt 2 didn't do? Yes, so for the Thunderbolt 3 operates at 40 gigabit per second and uses a USB-C connector, whereas Thunderbolt 2 used a mini DP connector and operated at 20 gigabit per second. So the big difference is we doubled the speed and we changed the connector to align with our vision of uh, having a single port with USB-C, one port that does it all. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm the kind of person who uses electricity every day. <laughs> I have no idea how it works, right? G can you go under the hood a little bit and yes. tell me more about how Thunderbolt actually works? Just just pull, pull the veil yeah, off let a me, little let bit. Yeah, let me, let me yeah, pull the... Go underneath uh, that hood. <laughs> definitely. So fundamentally, Thunderbolt is a tunneling architecture. What it does is it takes a few underlying protocols and combines them onto a single interface and such that the devices can benefit from the performance and speed of the single interface uh, and, the, and, the, and the usages that will use this particular uh, Thunderbolt technology can benefit from this combined, uh, combined interface as well and the new speed and the performance that Thunderbolt technology offers. And it's going towards a vision where a single cable is used to deliver data, it's used to deliver video, and it's used to deliver power simultaneously on a single cable. And that's our vision, which is one cable that, one USB-C port that does it all. Uh, at a, a file level, so let me go a bit deeper, at a, a file level, at a physical interface level, Thunderbolt can operate in three different modes, three different operating modes, and it can dynamically switch between them. 
So it can work in what we call USB mode, where it works, where it supports USB 2.0, 3.0, and it can also work in display mode, display port mode, where it can support US display port 1.1 and 1.2a, and it can work in Thunderbolt mode, where it can support Thunderbolt at 20 gig per second and Thunderbolt at 40 gig per second. When it's in Thunderbolt mode, it can support, um, and again, these are more details, but I'm happy to add I know, it. I, that's what I want. I want that. Hood, right? Nobody talks about that. You know, you plug it in and it works. Okay, anyway, keep going. So in the, in the Thunderbolt <laughs> mode, uh, it can support up one, up to one, or up to two displays, both at 4K, 4, 60 gigahertz per second, which are using four lanes of PCIe. And it can also support four, uh, four lanes of DisplayPort, and then also support four lanes of PCIe. So that's a lot of work when it's working in the Thunderbolt mode itself. That's a pretty big highway. I know. That's pretty awesome. Pretty it took a long time to get to there. Talk, talk about the video formats that, that are supported. Right, so Thunderbolt can support uh, DisplayPort 1.1 and 1.2a, which enables a device to, to transfer video to 4K video simultaneously at 60 frames per second. And these videos are using HBR2, and can also support multi-stream technology MST. I didn't know that. Yeah, it does. I see, I learn something every day. So uh, is Thunderbolt 3 still the fastest? It is, it is the fastest still? connecting out of the port as of yet. How many years, when did, when did you come out? It's what, two years? Thunderbolt or? 3 was in 2015. Oh wow, it seems like it was just yesterday. That's mm -hmm. pretty awesome. Okay, so 4K, 8K, 500K, whatever it's going to end up being, uh, we need really fast connections. Is this going to be able to sustain that? You well, know, are we going to need more speed in the future? So if you look around here right at this very show, you're seeing a lot of 8K videos. We are seeing more uh, videos that are requiring more and more data, videos that are requiring more and more pixel depth, more HDR, more high density, more high contrast ratio, higher and higher frames per second. Uh, so yes, the, there seem to be a demand, and the trend, if you look at it from, from multiple years going forward, uh, backward, we see that the video has been growing in size and the transfer speed is increasing over time. So if I were to speculate going forward, then I think it's a, uh, it's a healthy enough educated guess that yes, we would be requiring faster speeds going forward. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I don't know how we're gonna do it all. So here's a question that I have, docking. Yeah. You know, some of the devices, for example, that. I use all the time. I dock using yeah. something like o OWC's Thunderbolt 3 dock. Can I daisy chain? Do I lose speed when I daisy chain devices on Thunderbolt 3? What happens? So docking is a, is, a, is a very good example of Thunderbolt technology because a dock utilizes all the three capabilities that we are promising in that one port that does it all. It, has, it delivers power, so you can charge your laptop with it, right. up to 100 watts of power. Uh, it delivers data. You can charge, put your storage devices behind it. You can, you know, put anything that's pulling data from it, and it's also delivering video up to two K, two videos, 4K, 60 frames per second. So a dock is an excellent usage of Thunderbolt technology, but they come in two flavors. So before I get to your answer, Daisy, Daisy Chain, let me okay. uh, let me split that. This up is a bit. awesome, by the way. Right. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> so the two flavors in which the broad categories that come in are what we call self-powered docks, 
or bus power docks. Right. The bus power dock is, which is drawing current, which is drawing its power from the laptop itself. Like up to this 15 little travel power. dock we have right, here in right, front right, of you. Right, right, absolutely, I like this travel dock. I love that little dock. guy from OWC, it's that travel dock. pulling, drawing the power yeah. from the, uh, the port right. itself, which is essentially coming from the battery of the laptop. Right. So it has a ceiling of, a cap of 15 watts. You don't draw more than that. This includes the dock and anything attached to it. Oh, okay. Right? because the, the, the port itself can supply only 15 watts of power. Now in the other category, which is the self-powered dock, where the dock has an external power adapter connected to it. And like it's the not one our drawing. director has over there, the yes. Thunderbolt 3 dock. Yes, from that the one, movies. that yeah. one. Okay. Has an external power. There you can use the, where the power can flow in the other direction, and you can use it to charge your laptop up to 100 watts, whatever it's doing. And data can flow out of it, and video can flow out of it, all simultaneously. And that's why I said dock is a wonderful category. Uh, that really highlights and brings out the benefit of Thunderbolt technology. Now regarding daisy chaining, in a bus power dock, because the, the, there's a cap of, not a cap, but because there's a limitation of the amount of power you can draw, daisy chaining is not allowed. We don't, we don't enable sorry. it. But, but sometimes on, you have to do it. But in a self-powered dock, right. you can definitely daisy chain up to six devices. Really? Forward. Okay. You can so with the dock that's on our table over yes, there, you I can... can you can daisy okay. chain up to six devices, one behind the other. Okay. Uh, but we have to keep in mind that these devices are all going to negotiate the capability with the laptop when they're plugged in. Of course. And they're going to share that 40 gig link coming out of the laptop right at the start. And then between them dynamically and depending on when they're plugged in, when they're plugged out, they will negotiate with the laptop the capabilities at which they're going to work. Okay. I'm curious. Can you explain to us the difference between USB 3.1 and Thunderbolt 3? Uh, there are many differences between USB 3.1 and Thunderbolt 3. Um, but the primary difference that is of value to us, that's important, is that USB 3.1 operates at 10 gigabit per second, and Thunderbolt 3 will work at 40 gigabit per second. So oh, four okay. times the speed of USB 3.1. Oh, wow. So it's huge compared to... It is to, huge, yeah, it's four I didn't, times. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay, well, no wonder I like Thunderbolt. So um, recently, Intel announced that it was making Thunderbolt technology available to everyone. What, what yeah. does that mean? Well, we are bringing the innovation that Thunderbolt technology brings, making that available to everyone. So we had this earlier vision of creating this one port, as I talked about it earlier, one, one port that does it all, data, video, and power. And we thought uh, that the, U the USB was, uh, was the optimal standard where we thought would be excellent for convergence with Thunderbolt to any realize that vision of having that one port that does it all. Our first step was to converge on the connector, which we did earlier when we shifted from DP connector to the USB-C connector. Going forward, what we are finding is now we, are, we have contributed a spec, a, a technological spec to the USB promoter group so that they can integrate it and create USB 4, uh, which will be compatible and complementary to Thunderbolt 3 technology. Oh, that's cool. So now what it does is it simplifies an end user's, uh, you know, it simplifies their workflow, it simplifies their day-to-day their -day connectivity because now you're going to see more interoperability, more connectivity between Type-C connector, devices with Type-C connector because now they can interoperate and they can, they can talk to each other. What this also means is that since we have given, uh, since we have contributed this spec to the USB promoter group, other silicon manufacturers will be able to create silicon 
that, can, that is now compatible with Thunderbolt 3, and they can do this royalty-free. So going like forward, royalty-free. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. So going forward, I see that it's a win-win situation for both manufacturers as well as for consumers because you will have it's going towards a vision of one port that does it all. You plug it in, and it'll work. So that's good news for content producers. It is. It is. It simplifies their setups. Uh, it allows more interoperability between their devices. Um, and uh, hopefully because the, the spec is, because we'll see more silicon that will work, it's more compatible with Thunderbolt, we're going to see more devices coming up in the market that can benefit from this technology. That's nice. So, okay, what is ICE like? And, and why do content producers need to know about it? Okay, Ice Lake is code name for the upcoming Intel mobile client processor. So it's a CPU that's going to be in your laptops going forward. It was announced at CES. And it's the first CPU, first processor that integrates Thunderbolt 3 technology in the processor itself. So you no longer need a discrete chip. It's now part of the processor that you present in your laptop with Ice Lake. Wow, okay, that's pretty cool. Ice Lake. Ice Lake. We have to we'll look more into that. So um, I know you're not allowed to give away corporate secrets, mm. but I heard some rumblings. There's some things that are going to be happening in the near in the near future. Can you talk about any of that without us both getting in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one thing that we can mention is uh, we announced recently we have contributed respect to the USB Promoter Group. That was, that was that's very good, and I talked about the benefits of that going forward. Uh, I did talk about benefits of that. The thing that I can see is Thunderbolt technology, the innovation. We are on track to to bring this innovation to as many people as possible. Right. And as you know, all the latest Mac already incorporate Thunderbolt technology, and the PCs are adopting Thunderbolt technology in a big way. And for last few years. They have, we have been doubling the growth of PCs, and we, we expect to continue to see that trend going in 2019. We also have about 450 certified Thunderbolt devices that are in the market. So every device that's in the market has to clear Thunderbolt certification, which, is, which, is, which maintains a high bar so that they perform at the Thunderbolt speed uh, and Thunderbolt performance that we expect them to adhere to. And we expect this ramp to continue. We expect this ramp of of tens of millions of PCs coming out every year, all, all the latest Macs, and these plethora of devices coming out every year in 2019. Okay, that's a big hint about something coming in the future <laughs> without getting us both fired, right? <laughs> okay, so we we definitely have to look more into Ice Lake and learn more, more about that, and uh, I'm gonna be watching very closely. So where can people go on the internet to learn more about the Thunderbolt technology and the projects that you're working on? Uh, we have a website. It's called thunderbolttechnology.net. It's it's a very good website, and I would highly encourage people to go and visit there and learn about Thunderbolt and Thunderbolt devices. Uh, other place they, they can go is uh, www.intel.com/thunderbolt. Okay. A lot of information. What are you well. most proud of? As somebody who's been working in this field for many years, what are you most proud of? I'm really proud of the fact that how Thunderbolt technology is simplifying the ease of usage as well as delivering the performance and meeting the needs of the customers, continuously meeting the need of the customers year after year. Uh, and that definitely gives a certain satisfaction that knowing all the hard work that our team's been doing, our engineering, our marketing, our business, all the team's doing is actually 
yielding results, and you see that all around you when you walk in a show like this. That's pretty awesome. I, you know, I know you're really swamped. NAB is crazy for you guys, but it's this is interesting. So I'm going to be watching very carefully. We've got a very big hint there. I'm going to kind of be watching <laughs> for the future. Okay. This is Serena Catania with OWC Radio's Creative Club here at NAB 2019. I'm with Shalendra Sinha, the uh, Senior Business Development Manager of Intel and most uh, involved with the Thunderbolt technology. And thank you so much. Uh, this has been really uh, eye-opening. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Serena. Thank you That's for having me That's pretty awesome. Today. Thank you. Okay. Ha, ha, ha.